What's going on, Love Quest Nation? Thank you for tuning in to the Love Quest Podcast. Get your Bibles ready, get your notebook, get your coffee, get some water, whatever you need to do, and get ready to receive. The time is right now. Let's go! He's here. Give God a hand for being here. Lord, we welcome you. Wow. Glad I'm not God. That was trash. Yes, sir. I'm going to dive right in because I don't know, I don't know what he's going to do, but he's already doing something. And for those that, are, that showed up tonight to encounter the Lord, then promise you, you will not leave... Uh, you will not leave disappointed. For those who came expecting God to do something, you will not leave disappointed. I'm going to say it one more time. For those that came expecting God to do something, you will not leave disappointed. Okay? I want to hit a different direction tonight. And uh, I told you last week uh, we were uh, going to move from patience to peace. And we'll, we'll find some peace somewhere in tonight's conversation. But... I'm, I'm really trying to hone in day by day what God is, you know, um, right? They tell you it's going to rain tomorrow, but then as soon as they wake up tomorrow and find out it's going to be sunny, you should get a new report, okay? Um, and so I, I really feel like uh, I heard something in my going and my coming of the Lord, um, something that is very vital for victory in these three months, Right? I don't know about you, but I'm excited to start these three months, and um, we beat patience up, right? If, you, if you're not thinking about patience, then amen, but we beat patience up. We de- I think we dealt with it long enough for you to be familiar with the word and hopefully um, go begin your own journey in understanding patience. Um, I'm going to read a few scriptures really quickly. Um, I will be in and out of slides. Didn't have time to make slides for you. Um, normally, I make them for you. Um, I'm, 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 I'm kind of lying. I make them for me. I'm a little more. It, it helps me be a little more efficient when I have slides. But I like going back to the old school sometimes. Um, and so, bear with me as we. Uh, oh. It never transferred over. Okay. That's okay. Because I could do this. Um, Okay. Where you go? Let's see. Yeah. You're not going to leave disappointed. Unless you want. Look, if you walk off disappointed, it was your choice. Okay. Victory is a choice. Disappointment is just is just a uh, is just a summation of your perspective. All right, that just slipped out of my mouth. I won't even talk like that. Amen. But whatever, take it take it however you want to take it. I'm trying to help you. See, you waiting for me to drop these slides. You got to catch it. All right, really quickly, uh, Psalm twenty three. I just want you to get this picture of uh, what the Lord is doing in this season. Right, um, the Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. He what? He what? Everybody, he what? 
Okay, he what? A little louder. He what? Makes me. He makes me lie down. So when we're talking about purging and when we're talking about these next three, three months, it's the Lord making you lie down. Here's the beautiful part. Is he makes you lie down in. So when the Lord's calling people to rest, he's not calling you to boring or he's calling you to be poor. He's calling you. No one should hear that. If you're not in a position to quit your job, don't quit your job. You have to have discernment for yourself. You have came into the life of a leader who walks by faith and not by sight. And when I speak, I speak for ears to hear. Jesus spoke out crazy stuff. And he said, those that have ears to hear, they going to hear. Those that don't. So it is not my job. To customize the message for you. It's my job to release the word for his people. And you have to have ears to hear what he's saying. My words are nothing but an activation to his habitation in your life. And if you walk away just listening to my audible voice. You will run the chance of misinterpreting what I said. Amen. You're going to walk away here not disappointed. Mm. Let's go 2 Timothy 4.3. You know, this reminds me of uh, Bill Winston right now. Because he, he, he has his podium. He has his iPad. He has a bunch of notebooks. And man, when he's ministering, he goes from the iPad notebooks. He goes to his phone. He just wherever the Lord. He just like, this is all I studied. And the Lord just lead me to it. It's super cool. 2 Timothy uh, 4.3. And then we're going to go uh, 2 Timothy 3.1. And then 1 Timothy 4.1. And then we'll dive into what I feel the Lord is saying is very important in this season for us to understand. 2 Timothy 4.3 says, for the time is what? Coming. That was a long time ago, so let me tell you, the time is here. When people will not tolerate indoor sound and wholesome instruction. In other words, we make life way more difficult for ourselves. Okay? But there are so many different words out there. Right? So we will trust the monetary fruit of a wealthy person, we will trust their words because they have monetary fruit over the prophetic voice that God sends. See, you might be looking at someone that through their, their, their work ethic and through their strategies got the, the things you want. But then the Lord sent a donkey to give you the words you need and you can't hear that. Let me help you. Most of the time, God's not going to package what he has for you in a way that you're like, thank you so much, God. This is what I wanted. It's not going to look like that. Right? Here's, here, here's something else for you. God will always provide for lack, never for slack. He is not obligated to provide for lazy. Poverty, one with the might, starving, he provides every time. Matthew 6, 3. 
Have you seen the birds? Have you seen the lilies? You're going to eat. You're going to have shelter. You're going to have clothes. You, he's not obligated to make you rich. We got to work. But work does not fulfill us. Work provides for us so that we can do purpose, not be a slave to what work brings. Time's coming. Time is here. Will not tolerate or endure sound and wholesome instruction, but having ears itching for something pleasing and gratifying. They will gather to themselves one teacher after another, YouTube, IG, all kinds of content. We're here. I don't like what pastor's preaching right now. Pastor's not preaching what I need in this season. So I'm going to go to this other church or I'm going to go to YouTube or I'm going to go to IG. And, and for a season, I am, going to, I am going to be a word prostitute. And sometimes you don't even know what you need. You need a word for the situation you put yourself in. And God's trying to give you a word to get you out of that. You need a word for a relationship he told you not to get in. He's trying to give you a word to get you out of that situation. So we gather a word. We see it all the time with race. I can't go to that church. Too charismatic. So I'm going to go to a church where it pleases me. It, 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 I, I, can tr- I can look at a pastor who's not really charismatic. You know what I'm tired of? Is people always having something to say about charisma. Are you silly? The Holy Spirit, go search him out. Charisma. Jesus was charismatic. David was charismatic. The apostles was charismatic. And I've heard it more and more here. Charismatic people are always being persecuted in the church. (laughs) You better better watch out for the charismatic because charismatic people are the only ones that fall. No, charismatic people might draw attention to themselves, but you quiet, stale ones are the ones that are watching porn and cheating on your spouse. And I'm not generalizing it. I'm just saying you can't try and point out and demonize a type of person because God is using them that way. It's just like there's drug addicts on Hastings and there's drug addicts in, in, in Kitsilano. There's millionaires on cocaine, on alcohol. There's wealthy people don't even have intimacy with their wife and got the nerves to judge somebody in the pulpit. Man, won't you? When's the last time you touched your wife? When's the last time you, 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 you may have sex with your wife? When's the last time you, you know what I mean? Like all of that stuff. And we're not even dealing with the thoughts that go on in your head. Because God holds you accountable for the thoughts you entertain as well. So watch out. You know how many people I want have want to talk to me? You know how many people have come to our church and their kids came to our church and they wanted to ref- they wanted to compare or 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 hey, you should go watch the uh, Mars Hill thing, the rise and fall of Mars Hill. Good content, okay, but that's not every pastor. He was more than charismatic. He had some mental issues. And this is very important for some of you for what I'm going to talk about tonight. Because when the anointing hits your life, it's going to cause some people to say, you better watch out for them. 
you better, you better watch out. They, they feel in themselves. No, I finally found myself, and I'm confident in who I am, and I'm not afraid to be the full me. You know, I'm tired of having meetings where people want to question. So where did you, where are your credentials and where did you come from and who's your pastor and who's watching you and where's your board and what do you guys do with this? And man, where, look at the fruit. That's what Jesus told you to look out for. So what, what, what does that have to do with anything? People will interview you and then they'll go gather teachers and preachers. See, the point is, it's not for you to trust me. So if you start off your membership finding comfort in me, then you're starting off wrong. Because you don't go to a church to find somebody you can trust. You go somewhere because they trust God and God is moving in a way that you can't deny. Question God. Question God. Right? Right? We're heading into that season, right? I got to get the backbone because soon as we start off a meeting that way, if you, want, if you start interviewing me and doing all of that about and, 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 and questioning my, I got to end the meeting. This is that season I'm in. No, 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 no. You, you don't have time to dim your light for nobody. Nobody. And if people choose to not fool with you because you're being all of you, then I'd much rather be lonely being all God want me to be than to be, 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 have so many friends because I pleased you. Because that's how you keep them. You got to keep them the same way you got them. And we got too many churches, too many pastors that are compromising what God's telling them to do because they're worried about keeping you happy in them seats. Lord, free our men and women of God. I'm sorry I had to get that in the atmosphere. And let me tell you, that's for somebody in here. That's for somebody in here. And what I feel the Lord is saying through that is check your heart and deal with your past hurts. Deal with your trust in God and stop trying to find a man you can trust in place of trusting God. Stop trying to make God tangible through a man. Because if I mess up, that don't mean God messed up. And that don't mean you messed up. That don't mean you missed it. Moving right along. They will gather to themselves one teacher after another to a considerable number. Let me ask you, this is how we all do it. How many speakers you follow? Some of us going to get in trouble opening ourselves up to different doctrines or different, um, let me just keep, let me keep it moving. This comes from a wandering generation. We're impatient. We're unsettled. Chosen to satisfy their own, you ready? Like it. And to foster the errors they hold. So what you're finding is a word to support you. 
and your way of thinking. Right? Well, I see the scripture this way, so let me find someone that sees it this way. Well, I think there shouldn't be one lead pastor. I think there should be blah, blah, blah. So you find yourself a network that thinks the same way. (laughs) See, God is not trying to help you find the perfect religion. He's trying to find the perfect God, help you find the perfect God. And, And our problem is, is we've put too much trust in systems and not in the kingdom. And whenever you put your trust in a system, then you minimize the power of God in your life because everything you do is based on the comfort and the trust you have in a system. Systems are great. We need systems. But whatever happened to being led? And no one's saying walk around and be blind and don't have questions. Y'all hear that part? You hear that part? Be like the Bereans. Go search the scriptures. Try the spirit but, but, but you know what I mean? You, you got you to gotta spend a while trying the spirit and looking at the fruit. Starting with love. We start with love, not what's your doctrine, what you believe in, what's your... What's your, what's, what theology school you went to? Why are you standing on that? Let me go to your website and see. Man, well, at the website, here we go. If, if we believe in Jesus, we believe in the Trinity, we got the foundational stuff. You could be a part of a church that's spirit-filled and believe in the tongues and, 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 and still prosper and help and benefit and root yourself in that church. Everybody in one church don't agree with everything, but we should agree on the very foundations of what this thing is built on. Like, you don't want to talk in tongues? Don't talk in tongues. You offended because I'm praying in the Spirit? Well, you shouldn't read none of Paul's letters. Because they was inspired by him praying in his heavenly prayer language. Oh, man, this is so good right now. That's a charismatic statement right there. Amen. Right chosen to satisfy their own liking and foster the errors and will turn aside from hearing the truth (laughs) and wander off into myths and man-made fictions oh it's happening right before your eyes many people falling away from the faith as for you be calm be cool steady Accept and suffer unflinchingly every hardship. Do the work of an evangelist. Fully perform the duties of your ministry. Go to 2 Timothy 3.1. Say it's already here. Come on, preacher man. Oh, what we about to preach about in a little bit is vital. It's vital. It's super vital. But understand this. What did he say? What is but uh, what does understand this mean? What I'm about to say, you need to what? Understand this. Amen. That in the last days, say we hear, will come. It will set in perilous. I love how it say set in. It didn't say pass through. This is it's going. This is what it's going to be. 
perilous times of great stress and trouble, hard to deal with and hard to bear. Say we hear. Some of you, this is why I praise God the way I do, because I do not feel or experience, verse 1, within my own space. I don't feel troubled. I don't feel terror. I don't, but I see it. That's Psalm 91. You'll be in it, but you'll only be a spectator of it. I don't feel rushed. I don't feel scared. I don't feel uh, abandoned. I don't feel none of that, but I'm in it, though. For people will be lovers of self and utterly self-centered. Lovers of money and aroused by an inordinate greedy desire for wealth. Proud and arrogant, contemptuous. This is the day. This is the day. This is the day. That's what our music consists of. It's the culture's music. I'm a boss. That's what we work out to. That's our energy. That's, that's around us. They will be abusive. And, and man, Vancouver, the desire for wealth. That we here. This us, this our city. They will be abusive, blasphemous, scoffing, disobedient to parents. Oh, we here. Man, I never talk, man, I would never look at my mom. Got to raise your kids different these days, though. You got to. And this is what we need our young people to understand. It's a spirit that you carry. You're not just bad, but it's a spirit of your generation. Disobedience, defiance, talk back, establish independence. We got to be, this is what, forget whoopings. We got to teach our kids about the spirit that they're walking in. You whoop them, they don't want to hear you. If God whooped you and preached to you, you wouldn't want to, you wouldn't be, man, you wouldn't want to be there. And so you got to find this, this dance and this balance with our children. Let go on head. But I'm warning you, this is what you faced up against. And the devil don't care your age. He waiting for you to get up out this house. Because the devil's limited on how he can mess with my kids under my watch. <laughs> he's, he, he's, he's limited. But once they get 18 and go, oh, I'm going to go on out here. Okay. He like, yes. He's going to be at your graduation. <laughs> Celebrating with the family. As soon as, let me, let me, he knows the anointed one's voice. He knows when we drop you off and say, bye, love you. Call us if you need us. He knows that first night you alone with your friends in the dorm and apartments. And I want you to understand what the enemy does. When you're young and doing all that crazy stuff, he marks the moments. He keeps the tallies. The Lord holds no record. But he does. 
What, are, what is your record of wrong? It's legal access. So now all that stuff that grace covered you, you got to hear what grace does. Grace makes you forget about rebellion because it forgave you. You don't start really thinking about how bad you is until you start paying for it. So then, then you, you, you get on your own and you like, ooh, who's these people I'm attracting in my life? You don't understand. Parents are there to try and help you break habits before you get out there. And the last thing as a kid you think you really need to hurry up and do is be on your own. I did that with preaching. I thought I was ready. I was anointed. I'm going to go plant me a church. I'm ready. That's just like kids. No. You better soak it up and learn as much as you can from the adults that God placed in your life. Right? Don't be one of these. They will be without natural human affection. Callous and inhuman, relentless, admitting of no truce or appeasement. They will be slanderers, false accusers, troublemakers, intemperate and loose in morals and conduct, controlled and fierce haters of good. They will be treacherous, betrayers, rash and and inflated with self-conceit. They will be lovers of sensual pleasures and vain amusements rather than lovers. I want you to understand what the message said. The message said they will be addicted to lust and allergic to God. Lift your hands in the presence of the Almighty. Hey, we going to church today. For those that don't know, that's when your throat itch. That's how you scratch your throat. Right? Abstain from, 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 from having sex till you get married. Right? Here you go. Addicted to lust. You throw on Cardi B, you throw on, it's like, hey. Flesh awake for that. But discipline yourself to be the maximum human being that God has called you to be, it itch, it hurts, it's uncomfortable, right? I'll hang with the people that say, man, let's act a fool, but I don't want to spend time with the people who hold me accountable. That generation, say we here, 1 Timothy 4.1, I think I'm going to deal with this for the next couple weeks because I'm taking a little more time setting this, this, my evidence, my case, like I'm, right? Yeah, I'm presenting, right? I'm right. Um, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is the judge, the living, uh, of the living, uh, who is to judge the living and the dead. There we go. And by in the light of his coming and his kingdom. Herald, for some of you, herald. And preach the word. This is why you can't be no punk. This is why God is looking for Timothy's. 
He's looking for people who aren't people pleasers, but people honorers. Yeah. There's a difference. Keep your sense of urgency. Dang, Pastor, why every week you keep telling us lift our hands? Why you keep getting on us how we worship? Why you be so loud, Pastor? Why you be so intense? Oh, my God. For the Bible tells me so. Stand by. Be at hand and ready. Whenever you're ready, the Lord, I say it. It's going to be uncomfortable, and folks going to think, I love getting in their business. No, I hate it. I just love obeying him. Whether the opportunity seems to be favorable, people going to love you, pat you on the back, or unfavorable, whether it is convenient, if it's at 1 a.m., you got to make a long drive to correct something today. If you got to sit somebody down, if you got to stand somebody up, if you got to lose the whole worship team because they acting a fool, inconvenient. Right? It costs. You, you allergic. You, you good? Okay. We laughing, but amen, the spirit is moving in this place. Amen. (laughs) Now listen. That would be very inconvenient. But how many churches will overlook things because they need a worship team? That's why we got one of the biggest churches in the world in heat. Because somebody didn't want to inconvenience somebody they needed. You ready for this? You don't need them more than God does. You don't need them more than God does. So putting your need for them on a platform is getting in the way of God needing them for kingdom, sonship. Convenient or inconvenient, whether it is welcome or unwelcome, whether they like it or not. Y'all don't know before I moved here for good, I was coming back and forth for three years, going in places where folks look at what, huh? Dawson Creek. Bella Bella, Clem Two, uh, uh, what, what, uh, Williams Lake, uh, Kelowna, Penticton, uh, it's about eight hours from here, Preston, Creston, the Lake Cowichan, like all these places I'm walking in, I'm preaching just like this. I had to learn some things, though. There's some things that I said out of my zeal. And not my skill. So you get caught up on, I'm going to say it because that's what the Lord said. But an out-of-season word is not beneficial for anybody. It's for me to deliver the mail on time. But what I was going through is a season of not being accepted 
by church folk. Of course there was people accepting me. They brought me. They invited me. Right? There's, the church brought me here. There was a church from here that hired me and brought me here. That's how I got here. But it's different from having me visit and share a message. Than being in the boardroom with me. Because now when, you, when you're talking, you, you, like, like one of the last straws for me was someone, that same person that brought me to this country said, don't share with people that tongues is for everybody and the Holy Spirit is for everybody. And I said, sir, well, here, this is what I'll do. I'm not leaving the church. Cool. What I'll do is when they ask me about the Holy Spirit, I'll send them to you. Why you got to be always defined? No, nope, I'm not. What? I'm not going to. I'm not going to. And I'm talking about from one of the biggest uh, denominations here. They sent in a gentleman to try and advocate between both of us. Me and wife, he's sitting there. Mind you, the pastor that he picked him up from the airport. So he didn't already set the script for him on the way to the house. And that's his denomination, buddy. I know what I'm against. And then this man has the audacity to say, Terrence, you know, I totally understand what you're saying. But I even did it with a church that hired me before. Sometimes you just got to preach what the organization's asking you no matter what. And I said, no, sir. Now, understand this. This is when God puts you through inconvenient. My, my work permit is through this corporation. Me and my family just left everything. This is a year later. No, 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 no. This is 10 months later. My family left everything. My wife left her career. This is what Love Quest is built on. So I'm at a fork in a row. Look, I'm not about to. And then after that, you want to cut my salary. Well, I grew up in Oakland. I could go make $20,000 a year. I know how to sell CDs. Come on. I know how to hustle. But for three years I came here, I was here on itinerant work. So you asking me to not preach the fullness of what makes the church the church? You asking me to put under the rug the power? You want me to unplug the power? I can't do it. So we have a discussion and it's time we depart ways. Lord, what you want me to do? Remember that name I gave you, 2008? Canada. Love Quest. So we're here. Yes, sir. You got to preach the word no matter what. If it's convenient, if it's not convenient, it doesn't matter. It's a way to do things. It was never disrespectful. It was never out of order. It was always in God's timing. And that's why you got to be careful how you handle rejection. Sometimes the people you, that reject you, 
you were sent in their lives just to be a sign. God's going to deal with them, but you didn't break integrity. God's going to deal with their critical spirit, but you stood on what he told you to say. God's looking for, for people that will be courageous and bold and not be moved. Rebuking and correcting, warning and urging and encouraging them, being unflagging and inexhaustible in patience and teaching. Inexhaustible in patience. Isaiah 60. We're going to get into... Did you notice all three of them scriptures with Timothy? Young Tim. This was, his, this was how his protege, his spiritual father talked to him. How the apostle talked to him. Because he's preparing him and sending him out into these dark places. And I want you to see, that's where, no, 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 so it makes sense. Go to 2 Timothy 1.6. Because this is what we're going to talk about for the next couple of weeks. You can find peace all over the place. We're talking peace. Google peace. But I think this is, this is very important. And to walk in this, it takes peace. That, that is why I would remind you to stir up, rekindle, and the embers of, fan the flame of, and keep burning, keep burning. There's that consistent thing, that unflagging, that, that, that the gracious gift of God, the gracious gift of God, the inner what? Fire. Say fire. fire. Say inner fire. fire. That is in what? You. By means of the laying on of the hands with, where you go? Those of the elders at your ordination. For God did not give you the spirit of fear. You got to remember this. The inner fire. Now go to Isaiah 60. Isaiah 60. Isaiah 60. You tracking? You tracking? What's that first word? Say it loud. Arise. Arise, right? Arise. This is what the season we, we know God's calling his church. Arise. And what? Shine. Man, that word shine is full of rest right there. <laughs> that word right there is just be what I made you. You the light of the world. Just be. Shine. For your light has come. Your light has come. This is what he's saying in the next three months. Your light has come, church. And the glory of the Lord has risen up on you. Say the glory. Say the inner fire. Say the glory. Say the inner fire. Now, mind you, verse 2 speaks basically just in a different way what Timothy, Paul was telling Timothy. Darkness shall cover the earth. Gross darkness. But if we keep reading, we know he says that it, his glory shall be seen on you in the midst of all of this. That's why Paul is telling Timothy, let that, that inner fire. I'm here to fan the flames of that inner fire. What is that inner fire? That inner fire. We can say that inner fire is that the glory. The shine. The it factor on your life. Say, that ain't it. There's a whole lot of stuff in these next three months. The Lord is pointing out, that ain't it. They ain't it. There ain't it. 
That ain't the rhythm. That ain't the pace. That, that ain't it. No. Keep that out your mouth. That ain't it. He ain't it. She for sure ain't it. I hear the Lord saying, and you know I'm right. <laughs> Interpretation. Now, I, now, 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 Isaiah 60, uh, verse 4, 3 or 4, somewhere around there. What I'm looking for is uh, uh, where he's a uh, garment of praise. That's what I'm looking for. So say Glory. Say fire. fire. Say inner fire. fire. Say glory. glory. Say inner fire. A little louder. Say glory. glory. Say inner fire. fire. Say darkness, darkness covers the earth. But the glory. Come on, say crazy is happening. But the glory. Sickness is happening. But the glory. Come on, say but the glory. Isaiah 61, okay? And we've read this. I want you to see this. To grant consolation and joy to those who mourn in Zion, to give them an ornament, a garland, a diadem of beauty instead of what? Ashes. I want you to check this out. The oil. Say oil. oil. Come on, say oil. oil. One more time, say oil. oil. An oil of joy. I want you to understand what he just said. This, 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 not, this not get a promotion. Woo! This is not happy. This is an anointing, a supernatural empowerment to have joy. You want to see chains broken? Have joy. Joy torments the devil. Joy torment. Half of your enemies persecute you because they don't want to see you have joy. He said, I'm giving you beauty for ashes. And I'm giving you the oil of joy instead of mourning. Here, pay attention. We all should be mourning in the days that Timothy was described to by Paul. Isaiah 60 said, it's going to be crazy. Recessions, famines, wars, mental illness through the roof, suicide through the roof. Codeine overdose, meth overdose, prostitution. You go down the line. You know how many people is living in the middle of war? You know how much they're mourning? I want you to understand this. The, the Lord says, without me, this you would be done. If I allowed you to be aware of how messed up this environment is. If I let you walk by somebody in the alleyway, some young girl with a needle stuck in her arm, somebody just overdosed right here on the corner. Thank God for uh, uh, Pam and, and a couple other people went and helped and helped help bring them back. But. We're in the midst of that. Like if you were, if you didn't have the grace of God covering you, there's certain things that would impact you. You think you were scared, but without the grace of God, you would be tormented. 
you think you can't sleep at night. But he said, I'm giving you the oil of joy instead of mourning. The garment, I love this word for anybody who gets upset because we're too expressive. The garment of expressive praise. Here's what you should be shouting about. You want expressive praise or heavy burden. He said, I'm going, you got only two options. You're going to let me put expression on you or you're going to carry the burdens around. So you choose. And failing spirit. Why would your spirit fail? Because it is crazy out here. Man, I can't wait till y'all realize how blessed you are. If God don't do nothing else, I can't. If you, you just, you, you super blessed. Here, here's his goal, that you may be called oaks of righteousness. Who going to call you oaks of righteousness? The world. He said, I'm going to build you up in such a way that folks will find refuge in your company. Oaks of righteousness, lofty, strong, magnificent, distinguished from the world. Not blending in. Say distinguished. Say fire. Say oil. Say glory. Say distinguished. Come on, say fire. Say glory. Come on, say distinguished. Fire. Glory. Can you get my chapstick, please? That wind hit my lips and they dried up. Amen. Can I just keep it real? I'm just authentic right now. Please. Uprightness, justice, and right standing with God, the planning of the Lord that he may be glorified. He said, I'm going to plant you that you may, that he may, he may be glorified. I want you to see this. I want you to see this. Can we move? Can we move forward? Can we move forward? Can we move forward? Can we move forward? Give me Isaiah 10, 27. The Lord told me to talk to you about the anointing. <laughs> he told me to talk. He said, if they don't understand the anointing, they will not last. I need the anointing to come forth. Pastor, I don't think I could do that. Exactly. That's why he anointed you. I, I, don't, want, I don't want the worship team. I don't want just singing. Woo! I want anointing. I don't, care. I don't care how good you can sing. I want anointing. Tap into the anointing. It's not by, it's not by, it's not by wailing. It's not by dynamic runs, but by your spirit. And it shall be in that day that the burden of the Assyrian shall depart from your shoulders and his yoke from your neck. The yoke shall be destroyed because of fatness, which prevents it from going around your neck. So the whole, the, the Jesus says, my yoke is easy. I want you to understand what that simply means. You have to come under. This is why someone can be healed 
from something that could have ripped their marriage apart or from their life, and they don't have a bit of bitterness in their heart. It's not that it's not around there. But what they did is they put down their anger, and they picked up his peace. Right? Here you go. They put down how they saw him, and they picked up how Jesus see him. Say the anointing. Say the yoke destroying, burden removing, power of God. Put up Zechariah 4, 6. The next, the next couple weeks, we're going to talk about the anointing. For those that, wanna, that really want to step into the anointing of God on their lives, you will not leave disappointed. Anybody else want to walk, walk out in their natural strength and ability and do you? you you're going to be disappointed. But, but I can't do what he told Timothy to do without. Well, he told Timothy to do all of this, and then he said, hey, but I got to stir up that inner fire. It's the anointing that, that takes some fishermen and make them apostles. It's the anointing that will take someone who didn't get a high school diploma and cause them to pioneer a thriving, healthy church in another country. It's the anointing that helps you get your marriage back to where it's supposed to be. It's the anointing of God. It's the anointing of God on your business why it didn't fail in a pandemic. It's the anointing of God on your life. It's the empowerment of God. Potiphar says, man, I see the favor of God on your life. Everything you touch prospers. So I'm going to take a slave and make him a ruler. It's the anointing of God that's going to get you at tables with billionaires when all you got is $3 in your bank account. There's wisdom inside of you. There's strategy inside of you. There's an anointing inside of us. The anointing. That's why I don't go off of you saying that was a good word, pastor. You know how many, you know how many good messages out there? I grew up in a live church. But we still went to the club. I still watched adults go to the club afterwards. I still watched them drink. I still watched them go home and sleep together. Well, how anointed was the message? If you're constantly under the anointing, we should see yokes destroying and burdens removing. Whenever you're around the anointing, the anointing is to get results. It's not merely to inspire And that's why I'm seeing, I'm seeing people around. Some of y'all getting tired because you're not in the anointing, you in ability. Can we, we going to get, we, we going to get, uh, what did I say? Anybody hear what I said? I, I, uh, uh, Zechariah 4, 6, I said. Anointing. It's the oil, man. Can't be a friend. Man, I'm anointed. You, you, got, you, you got DJ Khaled calling. I'm anointed. You got secular folks out there knowing they call themselves anointed. Hey, I'm going to make some people, man. Tupac was anointed. Right? Yep. There's a whole lot of folks out there that was anointed. But if you're not careful and if you're not around the right, stu- the, the right uh, mentorship, your anointing will be prostituted and perverted. 
a whole lot of anointed people that was discovered in the church and in and their life ended strung out on some drugs. Whitney Houston was anointed. And the, you ready? Why you think the, 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 the devil recruited her? Because she was anointed. And guess what? Lucifer, son, of, he knows the anointing. He wants folks out of the church to, to put forth his mission. R. Kelly was anointed. That's why the church got to open itself up to the arts and, and stop pushing people who are anointed artists out because we won't make room for them. It, hey, 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 it's very sad that, that, that there's only one type of Christian artist that will come to Canada, to, to British Columbia. Well, why Maverick City ain't here? Why Tasha Cobbs ain't here? We just want CCM here. We just want stuff that look like us. But the anointing is not in one race. The true anointing reaches all nations. Man, the anointing. Then, then he said to me, this additional of the bowl of the candlestick causing it to yield a ceaseless supply, a ceaseless supply of oil from the olive trees is the word of the Lord of Zerubbabel saying, saying, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. Not by might, not by power, by your spirit, God. Send your spirit, God. Not by might, not by power, by your spirit, God. Send Come on, lift your hands. Not by might, not by power, by your spirit, God. Send your spirit, God. Not by might, not by power, by your spirit, God. One more time.
That's the difference maker. The reason the Lord, you, you see Isaiah 60 said, what's going to draw the nations is where the glory is. This is why I try so hard. I, I'm coming against. I'm tearing. I'm, man, in the spirit realm, you see me with my little machete just cutting through all the staleness in here. You come in here all constipated and stuck up. I'm cutting it in the spirit because it opposes my joy. Critical spirit. Mm. This is why I need the anointing. Because, man, if the anointing ain't in the room... Whatever spirit that dominant, it will consume the room. That's why we got to hit them at the door with joy. In the spirit realm, Bernadette really patting you down with the hug. Them demons don't want to fool around. She got anointed hugs. But the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. And an evil spirit from the Lord tormented and troubled, no, uh, yeah, and troubled him. This is this First Samuel sixteen. Okay, I need where he pulled. I, I, is it this scripture? No, I need to. Uh, no, nah, keep it here. Keep it here. It's good. Saul's servant said to him, "Behold, an evil spirit from God torments you." Wait, go to verse 13. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Then Samuel took the horn of oil. This is what I love. David didn't have to worry about his time passing him by. His family wanted him to not be brought forward. But when God say, nope, not her. Like, you ain't got to be jealous over nobody else. Not him. Nope, I look at man's heart. You got another son, don't you? It's somebody else somewhere. Hey, man, we got them uh, Edisons up there. We should, we should use them. Hey, man, it ain't too late. Turn them on. Hey, man. Set up team. Hey, man. I'm sorry. I, I just noticed it. Y'all didn't. I don't care if I brought your attention to it, but. When you see it, it's gonna be you're gonna be like, ah, that's why you see. Ah, see, see, see. The anointing. That's that that's the difference between when you and your natural ability and then when the glory come up on you. See? Uh uh he, he David in the midst of his brothers and the spirit of the Lord came mighty. I'm gonna use Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord came up mightily upon him, on David, from that day forward. I want you to see this. So, so it didn't matter if David <laughs> but from that day forward, he was anointed. Now I'm gonna share this with our leaders on, on Saturday. This is what the Lord showed me. Because I was trying to explain something to somebody about these different seasons. And I said, we're in a season where, you know, those that's been ordained to be pastors, those that have been ordained to be teachers, and they need to be that right now. They need to major in that. Not minor in that and then major in administration. You was ordained to pastor, not send emails. Although, you get what I'm saying. But what Lord showed me was, they was, a, they was ordained 
some two years ago. Just like David was ordained to be king over Israel, but sent back to tend the sheep. So because your day, you had an ordination day and all your white and all that oil was spilled out on you. Don't despise the day you were sent back to just doing normal stuff. Because it was in the normal stuff and daily activity, David tended to sheep. That's what he did. So whatever you've been doing after you was ordained, when God sent you back, he was equipping you for Goliath. So there's some shifts for some people that if you look at David's walk, your last couple years, you've been doing administrative stuff and you've had some lions and bears to face in these last couple years. But the Lord said, it's time for you to come from the back. I'm pulling you out and now it's time because I need you to face something that's in the way of our nation going forward. But the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. Here's the key. We don't really have to worry about this part because that's OT. In the New Testament, the anointed one lives in all of us. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't got it. Now, now, when we have or, or anointing services, that is more of an activation and you have been gifted and empowered to do a specific thing or things. But the anointed one lives in you. Just want to make that clear. The anointing is for a cause. The anointing is not to take advantage of people. The, the anointing is not so you can use the charisma to manipulate the anointing is not so you can park and lot do it. The anointing is not for you to start your own ministry and do your own thing. The anointing is not for independent spirit. The anointing is for the building and the, and the advancing of the kingdom of God. The anointing is very specific. It is assignment driven. If you don't have an assignment, then you don't need an anointing. The only reason David was anointed because he was also what? Appointed. Right? He was appointed. You ready? He was anointed to be king over a nation. But he also needed his anointing for assignments he never thought he would need his anointing. See, we just want the platform, but you ain't even used your anointing for the lion and the bear. You do know there is an anointing to fight off stuff when ain't nobody looking. It's not just for up here. I'm not up here without, without dealing with stuff back there. So the anointing is not for show off. It's not for public use only. The anointing is for Everything that God has called you to do. No, your marriage can be popping, thriving, good, exciting, anointed. This is a bit, man, I'm, I'm anointed. 
I'm, 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 I'm anointed, right? I, I'm anointed, you anointed, but how many of you really know you anointed though? Right? You looking at me, you looking at TD Jakes, you looking at all these other people, and you you following people on YouTube, because they anointed. But when you gonna start when you gonna start walking in yours? Right? The anointing costs. <laughs> yes, Jesus. The anointing is an empowerment for the impossible. The anointing is the cutting edge that will make the difference in these last days. The anointing is the separator. What did he say in Isaiah 61? That you may be set apart, distinguished. The anointing makes you distinguished. Not your fancy car. Everybody got one of them. And if only six people in the world got one, six people got them. It's the anointing. And when you're anointed, it also impacts people who ain't saved. The anointing is not just for church folks. <laughs> the anointing. Acts 10.38. See, see, there's, this isn't the scripture, but there's a couple places, Elder John. I love this scripture. He says, touch not my anointed. Ah, I love this scripture. This is what gives me confidence over here. This is what gives me confidence. When people mess with you, you have to understand when you walk in your anointing, you're in your Psalm 91. The only reason why you get touched like you get touched is because you in other people's lane. You're anointed for your lane. You're not anointed to be like them. This is why I love Quest. The moment we try to be, try to be like another church, people will not experience anointing. The moment you're trying to be like that person, You lose the it factor. This is why I love, I have the awesome opportunity to steward all these different voices up here. I call them different kind of oils. Got avocado oil, grapeseed oil, canola oil. You got all kinds of oil. And this is why, although you may have a worship leader, they can't be insecure because when God is moving the blessing we have is we have oil options so you'll see hey Sion sing that different oil hey Annabeth sing that hey Danny sing that Effie sing that Malia sing that Lily sing that Laura sing that there's a different oil so I have to understand the oil that God puts in this house and it's my job and our job to pull the oil out this is, what you, this is what you rob yourself of when you sit in your seat and don't respond to the word. Or It's called the, the, the principle of pulling on the anointing. So you might go, why are they standing up? They pulling on the anointing. Guess what? Because the anointing's up here, and when God is you, I'm tethered. I, can I teach for a second? I'm tethered. There's a string from heaven going through my head coming out to you. 
So you sitting there all, whatever, guess what? It ain't nothing coming to you. But then people over there that, that got, and, and that's why I can navigate through one topic and hit another topic over here. Here we go. Oh, we're going to make that trap. Why? Because I've seen a, a row of 16-year-olds that needed to connect with God real quick. So let's trap that song for one second, and then we're going to go over here. I'm not just talking about smoking weed. I'm not just talking about my party days. I'm not just talking about being a dad. I'm not just talking about certain stories in my family's life. I'm aware through the spirit of the stories that will connect with the different people in the room. That's the anointing. That's the anointing. The anointing is agile. It's flexible. It's available. So when you see people clap, when you see Elder John, come on, pastor. What is he doing? He's pulling. Would you rather talk to somebody that's engaged with you or talk to somebody that look like they don't get, they ain't, they ain't there? Hello? Now, if you're the only person in the room, then I ain't got no choice. But I got options. That's why you'll find preachers say, let me go to this side. Am, am I talking to anybody in here? Man, I'm going to get my all out. That's my assignment. So if you don't want it, then, then just go sit there. But let me find the side where the anointing, because I want God to be. God's trying to get this stuff in the earth. God's trying to get this stuff in the earth to transform cities and communities and families. It ain't too many people want to carry the anointing. The anointing reconciles families. The anointing. Acts 10.38. How God anointed and consecrated Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with what? Strength and what? Ability and what? Power. How he went about doing. The anointing is to do. And if you ain't ready to do, then you don't need the anointing. And if you don't use the oil you got, don't ask for no more. Use the anointing for the lion and the bear, then you'll have the confidence you'll need and the weaponry when you face Goliath. You want God to help you in this big old business meeting all of a sudden, but you didn't, you didn't let him use you in how to talk to your spouse or deal with that little private thing. So now you want to be used publicly, but you didn't use the oil for the privatery. You think I'm just up here anointed like this right now? No, I mean, I'll be anointed at home. You got to be anointed at home. Yeah, Don't be anointed at home. You're going you're gonna to lose your mind. Hey, here, here's what people don't understand, Troy. Is marriage is a God thing, not a world thing. So doing marriage outside of God. This is what I tell marriages. Is when you got married... Whether you realize it or not, I know you just said that I do to that person, but God was, you, you two entered. How do you become one? Not because you become one, it's because you become one. You, you enter into a thing that is only governed by God. <laughs> so, 
there's only so much you can do in the marriage, God is in it too. The reason why your marriage may not work because you're not letting God do his part. It's not your part to change your spouse. It's your part to love your spouse and then God changes them. He needs you to love them so he can transform them. But when you don't love them, now you become the reason why they going to... But when you love them, they can't make you the problem. So your love turns them to love. And now it's on them. Not on your bad attitude. Not on your talking back. Not on your talking down to them. (laughs) That's carrying your cross. How he went about doing good. And I love this part. In particular... Curing all who were harassed and oppressed by the power of the devil, for God was with him. I love this. I love this picture right here. There's so many people who come in service harassed by the devil. Some of y'all harassed right now. You're dealing with stuff in your mind. That's harassment. Why is that harassment? Because he has no legal right on this property. This is the Lord's property. But he got access through some gates you left open. So you sit through service harassed. You drive home harassed. So then when we have moments like Sunday or when we have these breakthrough moments of worship, there's an anointing to get the devil's hands off you. So even if we get the devil's hands off you for one hour, you've had an hour to be empowered So when you go home, now it's on you to stay connected to that thing God did. For God was with him. I can't function in my anointing if I'm not aware he's working through me. I can't function in the anointing if I'm not aware he wants, to, he wants to use my lips to say this to that person. These his lips. So if he's asking me to say something, it ain't about me. He purchased these lips. So if he's like, hey, Terrence, tell that woman that uh, 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 she's on my mind. But God, like, like there's all kind of people around here. He like, well, it was all kind of people around when I was on the cross, too. See, you make obedience about you and your ability and your comfortableness and your timing. <laughs> and that's why he told Jeremiah, he said, I'm anointing you, and I will touch your lips and put my words on your lips. Them lips is mine. You're going to say what I tell you to say because when you say what I tell you to say, that's what makes the difference. When you pray how I told you to pray, that's what... See, the word of God is anointed, not your emotions. So when you pray, pray the word, not your, oh, I feel like you better get up. I know you don't feel like being nice right now, but love is anointed, not attitude. (laughs) We're going to close this thing. Oh, it's so much. It's so much. It's so much. The anointing, man, the anointing. The anointing, the anointing, we're going to see next week, the anointing has a cause. David came down, he's like, hey, I'm, what, what's going on? What, what, what's y'all tripping on? 
Well, he been messing with us. His brothers, everybody scared of this big dude. This big dude, way big, this big, Goliath like this. That's David. David should, he's, he's beat. And David recalls he was anointed. It's faithfulness that gives you courage. See, when I'm not, when it's time for me to be courageous, I'm not faced with my disobedience. I, I'm pulling on a relationship that I know. It's, it's, it's like going in public with your, with your spouse that you don't, you're not intimate with at all. Like, there's no confidence between y'all. Y'all in public to everybody else y'all married. But between y'all two, it's uncomfortable. She like, you don't even be wanting to hold my hand nowhere else. Now you fronting. Oh, you opening the door for me now. That's how people come to church all the time. Super nice. Hey, sweetie, how you doing? You can sit right here. <laughs> yeah, there's no familiarity. So when you don't steward his presence, when you're not aware of his anointing, you do everything in your own power and your own strength. When it comes time to face Goliath, you sitting there shaking in your boots because you didn't deal with, you, 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 you didn't realize he was with you with lion and bear. The anointing is for you while you on your job. I'm a, man, I'm anointed at Safeway. I'm anointed at Hope. You think you're anointed for Sunday? That's, that's called cheap perfume. That's Victoria's that's Victoria secret perfume. Amen. That's cheap perfume. That's cheap perfume. That's cheap perfume. Amen. Amen. Where are we going to close at? Where are we going to stop at? Uh, can you find it's a uh, uh, last one? You turn into another man. I think it's in Samuel. Um, uh, the anointing. I walk in. I walk. I walk in. Um, uh, was it sandbar? I walk. I, I walk in Wendy's. I pull up to the drive-through. Hey, welcome to Wendy's. May I take your order, please? Hey, how you doing? Who's talked to her or him like that all day? <laughs> Go to A&W, pull up. How you doing? Can I get an ex-wife with two double cheeseburgers? Some of y'all like, they got the uncle, they got the mama burger, they got the, oh my God. Jeez. Yeah, like, Pastor, you you was married before Pastor Julia? No, man. Y'all crazy. I'm aware of the difference maker I am. Some of y'all, think about how you walk wherever. You're trying to hide yourself. 
You walk in places, I don't want to be bothered today. And every time you make where you go about you, the Lord can't use you. He saved you to go into the world. So when I walk into Whole Foods, I might be tired, but when I walk in, I'm, man, I'm, hey, how you doing? You walk up to the, uh, the cash clerk. You walk up to the, 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 the barista. Like, man, let, like, be light. He said, shine. And then his glory rests on you shining and being. I know I'm tired. I don't feel like going out here. But I can't let tired get in the way of glory. <laughs> go, go, go like three scriptures back. We'll close here. I want you to uh, uh, see on after this close on, even if I don't tell you, close on Psalm 105, 15, I believe it is. Here you go. Um, Shikabah. So, when I'm out here, you, you, you don't think I'm tired when I'm walking around hugging and talking to people? You don't think I'm tired? Uh, some of y'all don't even care. You just like, hey, Pastor, I, you got a second? <laughs> hey, don't be feeling bad. Don't be feeling bad. I ain't say nothing wrong with it. It is what it is. If I didn't want to talk to nobody, I'll go in the back. Right? Right? I'll go in the back. So, it's all good. Don't be feeling uncomfortable. Don't be coming up to me weird now. This is okay. I'm just, I'm trying to make a point. I'm trying to make a point, especially for those, y'all leaders that, that don't want to be talking to people. You're only walking around talking to people you know. You don't need anointing to talk to people you know all the time. Like, but that, that person that's sitting over there by themselves, that ain't nobody talked to. Right? I need, I need anointing at the end of a day to go back in the back and do wisdom sessions. And sit down and love on a family or love on... That, I need anointing. I'm tired. I don't want to be here. I want to go home too. Everybody going home. Ain't nobody thinking about it. I'm first one here sometimes, last one here most of the time. Everybody going home. But I'm not, I'm anointed to do this. So it's not for me. Hey, where you going? You going to be here when I'm here. No, I'm anointed to finish. I'm not anointed just to start. I'm anointed to finish. What did Paul say? I finished the race. He didn't finish without the anointing. But when I'm walking out there and I'm talking to you, man, I'm so vulnerable. I got the strength to smile and talk to everybody and still discern and let the gifts and be shepherd and still be observing and still watch. I might be talking to you, but I see you over here flirting over here at the womp womp in the corner. Then you will go from there uh, uh, up to. Thank you. Say, I'm anointed. Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it on Saul's head and kissed him and said, Has not the Lord anointed you to be, the, the anointed you to be? Not anointed you to sit, anointed you to be. Okay? When you have left me today, you will meet two men. By Rachel's tomb in the territory of Benjamin and Zelzah, and they will say to you, the donkeys you, you, the donkeys you saw are found in your father next. 
Then you will go on there and, and, and you will come to an oak of Tabar and three, and, and there, and you will be, man, come on, I hate this little thing right here. There we go. And three men go up to God at Bethel will meet you. One carrying three kids, another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a skin bottle of wine. They will greet you and give you two loaves of bread, which you shall accept from their hand. After that, you will come to the hill of God where the garrison of the Philistine is. It's where the Philistines are. And when you come to the city, you will meet a company of prophets. Coming down from the high place with harp, tambourine, flute, and lyre before them. What are they doing? I want you to see how strong the anointing is when you get around it. That's why I got to be around anointed men and women of God. I can't be around comfort. I got to be around the comforter. And that's not what I'm pursuing. I'm pursuing him. Then the spirit of the Lord, you're going to get around this group of prophets and the spirit of the Lord going to come up on you. You're going to get over the spirit of the Lord going to come up on you when you get around. And you will show yourself to be a prophet with them. Birds of a feather flock together. We've heard that before. And you will be turned into another man. You know what the anointing is? Is when you turn into another man. That's why you depending on yourself. You looking at your abilities, your resume, your little talents. And you stop there and you think it's all on you. You make it all about what you can lift. Not realizing that the anointing makes the difference. You will turn, man, when I came, when I moved here, there was such a difference between me as a man and as a man of God and as a leader when I left California and crossed over the border. Because there's some places where you can't be another man. You just gonna be the same little man or woman they knew when you was a little boy. And that's why you got to be careful who you give your time because there's some places you will never be able to be all that God's called you to be because people know you too well. We'll close this Psalm 105 or whatever it was I gave you, Psalm 105, Psalm 115. Oh, this is going to be a good little conversation for the next three weeks. We're going to dive real deep into the anointing and it's going to be some activation. Some folks gonna feel a, the, 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 you gonna feel this thing saying, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. They're, 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 I got when I'm in my anointing, I got protection. You can't touch me. But when I'm in Terrence, all in my natural, and I do my own thing, I'm, I'm. So, there's been times I've come fresh out the hospital. And my mind is if I can get to what I've been anointed to do, I'll be good. You take. Old football coach, Penn State. Shortly after he was fired, died. His 
what he was, did for over 50 years. It's what he was created to do. He was anointed to be a D1. You take him away from what he's called to do, he start dying. You want to know where your joy is? It's where you're called to be. Not always where you want to be. You know where power is? It's where you're anointed to be. You want to know where real results are? It's where you're anointed to be. And then wherever you're anointed to be, sharpen that thing. I don't know about you, but the way I see you, can't nobody compare to you. Right. Some of y'all have a hard time seeing that. No one can be you. So over these next few weeks, I wouldn't miss because I'm calling you out. More so, I'm calling your anointing out. Some Jeremiah's is going to rise up. Yeah, some Timothy's will rise up over these next couple of weeks. Come on, you're anointed for the workplace. You're anointed for the market. You are anointed for your household. Come on, you're anointed for your marriage. You're anointed for your relationships. You're anointed at Whole Foods. You're anointed at the bank in the name of Jesus. You're anointed on your block, on your community. You're anointed in the airport. You're anointed on the airplane. You're anointed in the, bed, in the, in the bedroom, the boardroom. You are anointed. I'm anointed. You anointed. I declare the glory of the Lord is upon you. And as Paul did, Timothy, I fan the flames of the fire of God inside of you. Come on, fan the flames. Open your mouth and give God a little bit of adoration, a little bit of exhortation. Come on, stir yourself up. Fan the flames. I'm anointed in the name of Jesus. I have been empowered to do the work of the Lord. I've been empowered to preach the gospel. I've been empowered to be an intercessor. I'm an anointed greeter. I'm an anointed teacher. I'm an anointed preacher. I'm an anointed intercessor. I'm an anointed deacon. I'm an anointed barista. I'm an anointed chef. I'm an anointed line cook. I am anointed son. I'm an anointed friend. I'm an anointed daughter. I'm an anointed cook. I'm an anointed mechanic. I'm an anointed photographer. I'm an anointed actor. I'm an anointed actress. I'm an anointed videographer. I am anointed. I'm anointed. I'm anointed. I'm anointed. I'm anointed. I'm anointed. Come on, I'm anointed. Speak over yourself. Speak over yourself. I'm an anointed student. I'm an anointed basketball player. I'm an anointed athlete. I'm an anointed trainer. I'm an anointed coach. I'm an anointed father. I'm an anointed mother. I am anointed pastor. I'm an anointed prophet. I'm an anointed apostle. I'm an anointed pastor. Come on, I'm anointed. Come on, I'm anointed. Come on, I'm an anointed businessman. I'm an anointed entrepreneur. I'm an anointed hairstylist. I'm an anointed makeup artist. I'm anointed. Come on, I'm anointed. I'm anointed. Come on. Come on, open your mouth. Don't look at me. I'm anointed. You anointed too. Speak over yourself. 
I'm anointed worship leader. I'm anointed son. I'm an anointed daughter. I'm an anointed plumber. I'm an anointed mechanic. I'm an anointed businessman and businesswoman. I'm anointed everywhere I go. The Lord is with me. David was anointed from that day forward. Come on, so open your mouth. Open your mouth. My wife is anointed. My daughter is anointed. My son is anointed. Our elders are anointed. Our pastors are anointed. Our deacons are anointed. Our musicians are anointed. Oh, God, this is a house full of anointed people. Our evangelists are anointed. Our pro presenter techs are anointed. Our lighting technicians are anointed. Our sound engineers are anointed. Our music is anointed. Yes, our podcasts are anointed. Come on, open your own mouth. Put it out there. We're anointed. We're anointed. The anointing is upon you. The anointing is upon me. The anointing. Come on, lift your hands. The anointing. This is no time to be deep. Come on, lift your hands and receive. Receive right now. Come on, receive right now. Receive right now. Yoke destroying, burden removing power. Yoke destroying, burden removing power. lift your hands right where you are come on the anointing is here the word has went forth he displays with signs and wonders he confirms his word the anointing can come upon you right now but whatever is anointing is in you we're stirring it up right now open your mouth Come on, worship team, you don't need no microphones in your hands. You need to receive right now. You don't need to sing another song. Tap into your anointing. Receive the anointing. I declare there's refills in this room. There's an increase of anointing in this place. David was anointed three times before he came king. Three times. You're anointed for stages in your life. You're anointed for seasons. You're anointed. You're anointed. You're anointed for dimensions. Come on, lift your hands. Don't. This is not the time to be lazy. I told you, if you want to leave different, you won't be disappointed. Come on, the anointing's in this place. I receive it. I receive it, Lord God. I need your anointing, Lord. It's not by might, nor by talent, nor by ability, nor by looks, nor by swag nor by who we know, nor by who knows us. Lord, it's your anointing. We need your anointing. Come on, your church, we need your anointing. Some churches are saying, Lord, save our land. I believe the Lord is looking for people to cry out and say, anoint us. Anoint us for our city. Anoint us for the work of the Lord. Anoint us to be soul winners. Anoint us to be laborers. 
The harvest is plenty, but the anointed ones are few. He's calling you tonight. I'm anointed hairstylist. I'm anointed braider. I'm anointed. Whatever you do, declare it. You're anointed. Come on, right where you are. Right where you are. I can see David's humility right now as he was being anointed by Samuel. I can see Jesus' posture when he was being baptized by John. Come on, receive right now. You don't need somebody to lay hands on you. The anointing is here. You're anointed to overcome your anger. You're anointed to overcome depression. You're anointed to overcome anxiety. You're anointed to overcome pornography. You're anointed to overcome abuse. You're anointed to overcome negativity, narcissism. You're anointed to overcome addiction. You're anointed right now. Not just anointed to just do something for the church. You're anointed to overcome. You're anointed to win your family back. You're anointed to win your children back. You're anointed to win your parents back. You're anointed. You're anointed to get your get your boss saved. You're anointed. You're anointed to get your friends saved. You're anointed to get the billionaires in the city saved. You're anointed. Lord, we call in billionaires, Lord God. We call in the millionaires, Lord God. We will not be awestruck or starstruck, Lord. We will be bold to share the gospel. You're anointed to share the gospel on your movie set. You're anointed. The Bible says he will draw people to you because the glory's on you. Get ready when you walk in public tomorrow. People going to walk up to you for some reason and say hello. They going to compliment your outfit, but understand it's the anointing. They gonna compliment your new hairdo, but understand, it's the anointing. They gonna compliment your car, but understand, it's the anointing. They gonna compliment how well you speak, but understand, it's the anointing. It's the anointing, it's the anointing. They gonna compliment your swag, but it's the anointing. Randos gonna want to have coffee and lunch with you, but understand it's the anointing. It's not their job to understand your anointing. It's your job to understand your anointing. It's your job to steward your anointing. It's your job to know the Lord is with you. It's your job. I'm anointed in Jesus' name. I'm anointed in Jesus' name. Empower me for the assignment, Holy Ghost. Empower me to be the husband you created me to be. Empower me to be the father you called me to be. Empower me to be the pastor, to be the leader. Lord, empower me. I can't do it without you, God. Anoint us, Lord God. Anoint us, Lord God. Anoint us, Lord God. Give us, Lord, for depending on our own strength and our own might. We need your anointing here at Love Quest. The 
anointing will make the difference in these dark ages. The anointing will pierce through the hardest heart. The anointing will pierce through the hardest heart. You know why some of you have come to a a dead halt in fighting for relationships that you know are important to you? Because you've ran out of you. You're cry out to your spouse. You're, 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 you're begging somebody to get right and change. It's not going to work. It's the anointing that gets through the hardest hearts, that gets through the most confused minds. Let me help y'all. The reason why you got an Oswald here and you got a 13-year-old here and everything in between reason why y'all came to this church and still coming, whether it's the music, whether it's the greeting, whether it's the word, whether it's the authenticity, it's the anointing. So if the anointing can draw you, then what can't the anointing do through you? You're here because the anointing. Deacon Rona will tell you in a minute, she's like, I don't understand sometimes what you be talking about. She know anointing. She knows where the spirit of God is. The anointing is undeniable. And as a pastor, what I wanted you guys to get over is being so fleshy. Let me help you. If you're loose with your sexuality, if you're loose with just how you carry yourself, the anointing is classy. Have some class intact about yourself. You got to protect the anointing, which means what's okay in culture may not be okay for David. David can't carry himself the same way as his homies. Your friends may just be doing that, but you have to see yourself. I'm anointed. I'm set apart. It's not my job to, well, if they need me over here so I can relate, then they can see God. No, let me help you. You're in the way of God here. He don't need you to be gecko. He needs you to be here as an example, a display. And while they may be mad at you because you're over here, they still see a display. But when you be in with them, the trick is you think you help it. No, in their mind, you one of them. You're set apart. The anointing will separate you. All the way to another country. Because there's only certain environments that the anointing can thrive. Here's Jesus. I couldn't even do miracles in my own, in my own city, my own town. Because they knew me. I could be effective back home. But not like I am. And it's not because I'm not anointed. But your anointing is supposed to be in certain climates. And that's why some of you, you ready? This is the last thing I'm going to say. 
That's why some of you were frustrated where you were. The church you were. The relationships you were. You couldn't articulate it. But there was this anointing and gift in you that was stagnant. And you knew, I'm not getting what I need here. But when I go here, I take you back to Paul. He said, let me fan the flame. You know why you're here? Because I think we fan the flame well. Be careful who you share your oil with. When you find people don't value your oil, create some distance. I've been hired before because of my abilities and my talent. Rarely churches here want the anointing. I'll tell Troy this. I'll tell many artists here. You go do them 10 minutes and that's it. And God can use that. But when you start prophesying or you start moving and you're not going back. The anointing is what Vancouver needs. And I'm sorry to tell you, but that's why you're here. Because there's some some flames to be fanned. And you was going to die where you was. And believe it or not, my gift was dying back home. But I came to another country and it removed the lid off of me. Yeah. So, Lord Jesus, we thank you for this night. We thank you for the anointing. I thank you, Lord. You will fill this house over the next few Wednesdays as we deal with the anointing because I know you want to activate your children. We can minimize when we walk in the anointing. So, I thank you, Lord God. you are making us lie down in green pastures I thank you Lord God that when we wake up tomorrow we realize we are anointed when we go in that restaurant tonight and eat we don't waste our oil but when that waiter or waitress who's been working all day stressed out don't know what to do in life we understand it's not the the scriptures we read to them but it's in the smile it's in the confident hello it's the eye contact it's the generous tip it's the joy at the table sometime deep does not translate but the all of joy that is upon us may it be released through our lives So I speak to every constipated demon and I declare you have to go now. And I say arise in Jesus name you anointed child of God. Come on arise in Jesus name. I declare come on tomorrow you're going to show back up to work with a different posture. You're going to walk around your house tonight with a different posture. Say, I am anointed 
for such a time. I am going to lead better. I am a better worker because I'm anointed. Come on, I'm anointed to be rich. I'm anointed to build business. I'm anointed to give wisdom. I'm anointed to parent. I'm anointed. In Jesus' name. Friday night, we're going to have an anointed time with our youth. Ooh-wee! What a word. Listen, thank you so much for joining us for this week's podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe on all of your favorite streaming platforms and follow us on social media. You can find us on IG and Facebook at LoveQuest INTL Church.